Okay. Uh, all right, you ready? I'm ready, dog. Let's do this. Cool. You want Last me intro? Ep- yeah. Last episode of the Simbus series. <clears throat> Welcome to What's Up with the What's Up. I'm your host, Zach, and I'm here with Desmond. And Sienna. And this is the last episode of our Simba series. You guys ready? I it's I'm been a long it's been a long one. fight. I don't know. It's been a hard fight because you know what we saved the best for last. Well, it's up to you, whatever you like to hear. But I think this is going to be the best. What two topics we covering today? These are the last two last two topics of the Simba series results. Today we're talking about conflict and communication. <laughs> so yeah, let's go from there. What do you guys want to start with? Conflict. Let's yeah. go hard. Let's go hard out the gate. Okay. That's how we do it here. What's up with the what's up? <laughs> All right. Simbus, fight. Simbus had to say this about conflict. Conflict is inevitable, uh, even for loving marriages. It's the, pri- uh, it's the price we pay for a deeper level of intimacy. When you learn to fight a good fight, you can use conflict to your advantage. Uh, and then it talks about analyzing spouse with Sienna. In a major or minor crisis, you may appear as quite patient, calm, and thoughtful. You demonstrate your ability uh, to calm excited people because of your mild nature. At times, you may be rather hesitant in making decisions. This may occur because you, uh, have, to, you have a need to obtain and evaluate information before making a decision. Uh, you are usually careful and cautious in most social and family situations, you may be conscientious about rules and procedures. You will probably not go over the speed limits or disobey written or unwritten <laughs> rules in your community. Don't make that Is that face. true? <laughs> we determined uh, that was a lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fake. Uh, you may not attempt to commit yourself or declare intentions initially, but will win in situations where you can weigh the pros and cons of various ideas or activities. I'd say that's a good thing. All of those things are... Are good. Can I talk about it? No. Desmond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about it. I feel like some of that is true and some of that is not true. I definitely am hesitant to make decisions. I hate making decisions. I like to weigh the pros and cons and know all sides of it first. I definitely speed, so that part is wrong. She's a terrible driver. Um, Terrible. Terrible. And I don't think I stay... Between the lines, like no. Pe- no, I was gonna say like peaceful in in fights and stuff. I, I don't. You say that again. Say it again. I said I don't think I stay peaceful in fights. Well, how many fights have you been in, not including Desmond? Like fist fights. Oh, not many. Okay, fist well, fights. <laughs> just kidding. None, bro. No fights. Fights with anybody, like conflict with anybody else. I'll say, I am usually more like the peaceful okay let's just like make it right but not with desmond why not with desmond i don't know because <laughs> <laughs> you want to fight with me no it's not that i want to fight with you what i would you just do i guess i'm just more comfortable sharing my you true <laughs> feelings with you so you're being fake to everybody else not fake i just don't it's not as important to me to be right roasted everyone because i would rather just like Make it better and l- lose, then make it a big thing. I think we're only getting one side of the story. All right. Because I feel like mine's worse. <laughs> you ready for this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you are the... Okay, so Sienna was the analyzing spouse. 
and you are the energizing spouse. Uh, you tend to make decisions quickly. In fact, many of your socials, social social dis- social decision. You good now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're excited for us to fight. So yes. <laughs> In fact, many of your social decisions are made on the spur of the moment. Mm. People look to you for problem-solving abilities. Uh, they see you, your drive and eagerness to overcome obstacles and solve problems. You may be impatient. You may be an impatient individual who has capacity to juggle many balls in the air. And you're always searching for more and more. You may feel uh, you may feel long hours both at home and work permit more activities uh, to be entered into more things to allow you to stretch your own capacity for challenges. I don't know what that means. <laughs> that last part was completely confusing. <laughs> yeah, you uh, are a hard worker, I guess. So it permit uh, permits more activities to be entered into. And more things to allow you to stretch your own capacity Why for challenges. Why don't they just say you can Dude, do more? No you want to do more? So, yeah, just like because <laughs> it doesn't sound good. But also to my detriment, that happens. Like I will just put way too much on my plate. Yeah, you feel like you have too many balls in the air. Yeah, I feel like you just wanted to say that. No, like I mean that's what it says here. <laughs> just juggling too much sometimes. So I'm wondering how that plays into Sienna's. Uh, this is conflict, right? Well, everything yeah. else that it said was spot on. With, like, your decision-making and impatience and that stuff. Yeah. I, because, I don't know, it's just obviously the way I am, but I'm trying to figure out how that plays into, like, how we interact together in conflict. There's probably a part about that. I would say you, well, yeah, yeah. Let's just let Simbus do it. Let's just but keep Zach, it. Yeah, but Zach's opinion. <laughs> Zach's opinion. <laughs> A new part of the show. <laughs> uh, all right. This is personal conflict challenges. These can limit your ability to successfully manage conflict. This is the meat I wanted to get to. Who right wants to go here? first? Sienna or Desmond? I will. Okay. Uh, you become defensive when involving risk, uh, preferring to keep things the same. You yield position to avoid controversy, accepting to avoid antagonism. Uh, you often give into the status quo rather than being innovative, and you hesitate to act on a problem unless a solution is clear or the risk is small. Roasted. <laughs> <laughs> Got anything to say about that? Uh, no, I think that's all accurate. Uh, oh, I have something go. to say. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't really have anything to say. just wanted to talk. Um... Desmond, you sometimes <laughs> overextend or spread your effort. <laughs> Shut up, let me talk. You sometimes overextend or spread your efforts too thin, impacting your spouse. So what it's saying is because when my play gets too full, it bleeds into Sienna's responsibilities. Yeah. You got sake. <laughs> you can sometimes seek change for change's sake. You may change priorities daily. You can become oblivious to problems, slow pace. <laughs> Yo, I sound dumb. <laughs> you can become oblivious to problems, slow pace people have with your fast pace. So when slow pace people get in your way, it's like, get out of my way. I mean, I'm coming I guess through. so, bro. Like, <laughs> okay, why are you already stressed out? <laughs> well, this, this result makes me sound like a bull loose, bro. Just like just go... 100 miles an hour through life. And you also try to keep too many balls in the air at the same time, impacting your marriage. 
He said it a third time. You had so to feed it, fit it in one more time. Well, that's what it says. I'm just <laughs> reading what it says. <laughs> no, I think you're going to fit it in somewhere else in this episode. Let me ask you this, guys. What do you resonate <laughs> with most from each list? Explore why these happen and discuss what you can both do to grow in these areas. Since you were criticized first, you can go first. So you can speak your piece. Okay. Um, well, my first one was I get defensive when mm-hmm. there's risk, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't prefer really to keep things the same. I don't really like change that much. I think I'm getting better at it, at realizing that it has to happen in order for there to be growth, but I still don't like it. So, yeah, I think I do tend to avoid, like, really addressing problems until I am sure about what's happening. What about you, Des? I mean, I resonate the most. I mean, all of it's pretty accurate, but I think that I can see see areas of... uh, where I can be constructive and be better because I think my impatience and like, I don't know, I see it as a, as tunnel vision when I see a problem or when I'm focused on a problem, it's hard for me to see anything else, especially during conflict where that gets worse. And that's where a lot of our um, problems come is like, I'm just either trying to do too much or I'm focusing on something that she's just not down for. And mm-hmm. then it's just creating conflict. And my argument, like my arguing style and her arguing style are complete opposites mm-hmm. where I'm more on the offense, she's more on the defense. And it's, you know, it's, that's probably been the biggest hurdle of our relationship. Like, I feel like maybe it's not resolving the, the problem and she just wants us to stop fighting, period. Hmm. And I feel like we can't stop fighting or whatever this is until we resolve the problem because there's still a problem uh, yeah i want to fight i'm quick so to want to just put a band-aid on it and like be done for now like okay this specific thing that triggered this argument right now like let's just fix that and then move on so we can be happy again but it's usually there's a deeper root to the problem that he tries to get at when i just don't want to deal with that right now so we're just both we just you know that's a sometimes we argue in circles <laughs> mm. All the time, like usually, every argument is we Circles just kind of until we both realize what the other person is doing or what they're trying to see, and then after we get to that point, everything just like resolves pretty quickly. But it's definitely a process. <laughs> All right, guys, these are hot topics. Um, every couple has a list of issues that are prone to conflict. Um, your hot, your hot topics listed in priority below are most likely to spark tension for you too. Um, their communication, relatives, careers, chores, priorities, um, and then I guess this other side is Desmond. So that was that was Sienna. Oh. Uh, Desmond is communication, careers, uh, recreation, relatives, and friends. Um, so knowing these topics are likely to spark tension, how can you use this information to curb conflicts? Um. Go, right off, I think. That was obviously taken a while ago. I th- I don't think that that's all relevant anymore. I think a lot of it's still relevant. I know, but some... You don't think communication, relatives, careers, chores, and priorities are... I don't think chores is. I don't think relatives is. I think that communication still and... Careers and priorities? Careers, yeah. It's just different now. Yeah. Before the baby came along, priorities were like, we still both wanted to do different, like different visions, had different visions of what our five to 10 year thing was, vision was, but now it's like same page with everything. So I would say communication still is the big one. 
everything else I think is pretty good. What do you think recreation meant on your side of things? Uh, like, you know, what what we wanted to do, like, if she wanted to do more stuff with the family and I wanted to do more stuff with friends or she didn't want to go to this thing and I did or, you know, just like seasonal events and she's really into Christmas and holidays and stuff and those traditional things and I, if we didn't do it, I would be fine without any any panic or anything. So, like, we, we kind of, I mean, now I just kind of go to everything and not ask questions and just do it because it's just not worth the fight, dude. Mm. Well, you say it's not worth the fight, but I think that you've realized, like, if it's important to me, then it is important. Yeah, if I want to like, say there's, there's got to be a balance, a lot less selfish in I that sense. I'm to be giving to have the balance, you know? Mm. <clears throat> All right, guys, let's move on to uh, communication, our last topic. Um, Simba says, communication is the lifeblood of your marriage. The more understanding and better understood each of you feels, the stronger your marriage will be. Um, again, Sienna is the analyzing spouse. Um, you like a sensible conversation, especially when it's deep, serious, and intellectual. <laughs> you like to focus on the facts, but <laughs> you also probe for hidden meaning behind words. You often ask specific questions of your spouse as you seek to understand at a deeper level. And you'll sometimes ask the same question again and again <laughs> until you find the reassurance, feedback, and reasons for something. In almost all of your conversations with your spouse, you need information and time to think over what is being discussed. What do you think of that? Desmond, what do you think about the questions being asked again? Have you seen the movie Groundhog Day? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I feel like Bill Murray all the time, dude. And it just feels like, you know, just going in circles in conversation, reliving things that I feel like we've talked about before. And normally I'm fine with it, but then, like, sometimes I'm just not in the mood and that can start conflict. But I don't realize all the time that that's how she processes things. And the time piece, giving her time to process things, she may not get it all or wrap her mind around wrap her mind around it now whatever we're talking about and during conversation and even if she, especially if she doesn't agree with it immediately but giving her time to process definitely helps at least her to understand what i'm saying and what i meant by what i was saying mm. yeah i just usually need time to go back and like reflect on both sides because in the moment i'm so like you mentioned before i'm usually more on the defensive side so like that's all i can think about in the moment is the point that i'm trying to make and like defend myself and stand up for myself like that type of thing but then when i do when i step back and we have a little bit of a break i can reflect on it and see both sides and like really understand better where he was coming from too and usually i'm wrong mm. all right no Desmond, you're the you're the energizing spouse um, relatively speaking you're professional when it comes to engaging in conversation uh, you love connecting with your spouse through talk, especially when the conversation topic is inspiring and filled with enthousi enthusiasm. Um, you likely use a colorful vocabulary, and you communicate not with only words, but facial and nonverbal expressions, uh, giving your spouse uh, every means possible to catch your... What am I saying? Uh, but facial and other nonverbal expressions, giving your spouse every means possible to catch your message. Uh, you'll also stay with a point in conversation when others might give up. Uh, you want to make sure your spouse gets the message. Your natural expressiveness can mean you need to work at being a better listener on occasion. 
You may even complete your spouse's sentences for them. On the daily. We even finish each other's sandwiches. That's what I was going to say. Spot on. Yeah, you're very expressive. Spot on. Well, being heard for me. And loud. I mean. You're so loud. You could tell I started a podcast. Being heard is very important to me. (laughs) (laughs) And being understood. You know, I don't like, I don't, you know, having a voice. And we live in a country where we are free to express ourselves. I use that to the best of my ability. But the downfall of that is I do feel like I dominate conversations a lot, especially in the relationship. And I kind of have to mentally in my head, like actively say, like, hey, she needs to talk too for this to be a conversation. Or, you know, let her get a full thought out. Because when she's talking, I literally am going in my head. Where are we going to go in this conversation? What is she going to say next? What is she thinking? Like a lot of ideas and stuff are popping in my head while I'm waiting for her. And listening to her. So there's listening to her and then listening to myself that's happening at the same time. And it's sometimes very difficult for me, especially when it's like a conversation that we're both like, you know, really passionate about. Okay, moving on. Uh, How would you like your spouse to communicate with you? These would be um, Sienna's ideal things, I believe is what it's trying to say. Um, Sienna, you would like support ideas for change with facts. Take time to reach an agreement. Use a sincere tone with me. Choose your words carefully and allow time for me to ask questions. What do you think of that? I think that's true. Um, the sincere tone thing. I tend to like shut down if I feel like I'm being attacked and it it's not really um, productive at that point. So I think if it's just, it's approached like more sincere and like calm and we can both like come to an understanding, it's b- easier for me to not shut down mm. and get super emotional. Yeah, sometimes my tone isn't the most inviting, so she will... I hear that over the, what he's saying. Yeah, her demeanor changes, and I can ca- I catch myself saying, like, why are you, like, mad or upset or acting some type of way? I didn't even say anything. I'm not roasting you. I'm not even saying anything mean, but it's just how I say it, and I don't hear it until after it happens. Mm. Uh, Desmond, it says here that you'd uh, provide... You'd rather... She provide options rather than complaints. Be brief, clear, and to the point. In conflict, fo- focus on facts over feelings. Uh, present ideas logically and efficiently, and invite humor into your conversations. What do you think of that? Spot on, baby. Yeah, I. Uh, I just like to get to the point and stick to the like. What is the problem? Address the issue, and then address that issue only because that's what's the problem and if i don't feel like it's resolved or we're talking around it or i just think that early in our relationship there were so many times where we just you know swept under the rug or oh we're happy now then it's and that means it was resolved and we're okay and i don't know that's just how i felt so yeah we've been doing a lot better at like actually resolving things and coming to the point of each understanding each other and figuring out how we're going to fix it for the future before it was just he's mad about this i'm mad about this we fight about it Mm. take our time do whatever we're doing in our own heads and then we just move on but it we never like came to that conclusion together but no i know that sometimes i just complain and don't really ever try to bring a solution and that's something that i need to be better at and not letting my feelings overtake what's actually happening like the fact over feeling thing Mm. i i take things and react to how they make me feel rather than what's actually happening well that kind of leads us into the into the last part of communication and it's what you guys are bad at so (laughs) (laughs) let's go uh communication skills uh you'd like to improve uh sienna it says managing emotions appropriately 
thinking clearly before speaking and being assertive with your needs. Yep, absolutely. And Desmond, uh, it says, you need to be ready to apologize. Nice. Managing emotions appropriately and permitting productive conflict. Um, it sounds like you guys chose these. They didn't assign them to you. So why did you choose each of these items? Um, in practical terms, how can you improve and help each other in the process with those things? You want to go first? You can. What were my... There was... there was Being ready to apologize. Bingo. Managing yeah. emotions appropriately. Mm. And permitting productive conflict. Um, so managing emotions, I read as more so gauging her emotions on it because like when those when that's out the window the conversation's done like nothing productive is going to be done if she's not in the right emotional state um the second thing is i forgot what the first one was being ready to apologize yeah <laughs> see <laughs> this is enough <laughs> like i gotta remember that uh i'm so much of like finding ways from like oftentimes why i'm right not so much of what is resolving this why am i right and why am i justified and i feel i'm justified so everyone else is wrong type of thing so i gotta be ready to apologize and not like try twisting it and the third Mm. thing is uh productive conflict um yeah permitting productive conflict yeah just fight fair basically and not just like if i especially if i am right not just try hammering that home and just like, you know, beating the conversation into submission. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's I picked those because it would f- for me to be a, a fairer fighter during conflict. So w- when we come out, we come out better. Not just oh, Desmond was right. Mm. Sienna, what about you? Remind me. Uh, managing emotions appropriately, thinking clearly before speaking, and being assertive with your needs. Okay, so the first two go hand in hand. I will just speak off of kind of like what I just said before, how whatever he's saying is making me feel in that moment without thinking about everything surrounding it. And I get to the point of being so emotionally gone that I can't even like think straight. And that that's a problem. That doesn't help us get to where we need to be either. Um, and then being more assertive with my needs, I think... A lot of times, a lot of our conflicts were stemming from me thinking that he should just automatically know what I need and not actually telling him when that's not always the case and I shouldn't have that expectation because it's unrealistic. And then if it doesn't happen, it makes me mad and then it turns into a whole thing. So if I can just be more upfront with what I need, which I feel like we've been doing, we've we've both been working on these a lot since this. Um, it's It's been better. It's still always a work in progress, but. Mm. All right, guys. That's Simbus, dude. That dude. This stuff is not easy. Like this was. I don't know. How'd you feel about this uh, experience with Simbus? Um, I think it was really helpful for us going through it the first time um, to really address what needed work, and it's been helpful to go through it again as a refresher to say see the progress that we've made on a lot of things, and then also be reminded like, oh yeah, these are still things that we need to work on and have the reminder on how we need to fix it. Mm. I thought it was great. I uh, thought it was mostly like, I think it was like 90, 97% spot on with everything. There's only a couple of things that didn't fit us, but mm-hmm. like this is going from us being honest on something and then it's spitting out these results. Mm-hmm. And 
I mean, the warning signs on the first page was telling us communication was our biggest hurdle, and then it's clear like we took it took it for granted, and then a few months down the road after we took this and we just didn't work on anything communication was the root of the, our next big fight so we realized that and I mean I'm not saying gauge your marriage off of the Simbus assessment but it's, it's so interesting cool. to learn more about each other if anyone's interested in it so mm-hmm. this was fun cool so uh, yeah guys we hope at home you guys have enjoyed this uh, Simbus series um, we'll put links down in the description so you guys can take the Simbus uh, assessment and also, we have some dope new merch. Mm-hmm. So we'll Got put some masks going out there. We'll put some links down in the description for that for you guys to check that out too. Um, but for now, this has been Simbis on What's Up with the What's Up. I'm Zach. I'm Desmond. I'm Sienna. And we want to know what's up. Thanks for watching, guys.